won't believe what my husband said this time. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hello. What's up? That was fun. Oh, my gosh. We are here for another episode. We are. We are slamming. I know. Ooh, we have some mood lighting going on in the studio. What's we do. I like it. Oh, you man, know, it you just know? makes me think a little bit more deeply. Yes. Maddie, are you trying to seduce me? Oh, yes, darling. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. We even have a candle. We have a candle. We have track lighting. It's lovely. I know. Wow. All right. Well, hey, world. Welcome to Girl, You, you Won't Believe What, what my, my Husband Said This Time. time. I am Stacey Newsom, <laughs> and I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Madeline Lee. Hey, Maddie, tell people what you do, just in case they forgot. Okay. Just in case the world forgot out there, I am a family therapist. I work with couples. I work with um, children. I work with individuals. And I work with families on relational issues, Mm. amongst other things. And you really enjoy your work, right? I love my work. And how does it make you feel? Oh, now she's trying to be the therapist again. (laughs) It makes me feel amazing, especially when I see progress. And especially when I see the work that my clients do, the effort that they put in. Awesome. Well, the reason I ask you that is because you became a therapist to basically empower yourself to be able to, to, to help yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. just to have, to have more of a foundation to stand on Mm -hmm. within your relationship. Mm -hmm. Am I right or no? No, you're absolutely right. And, and, and it's, it's definitely about empowering myself, but it's also, I feel like we as women, especially, you know, we're married a lot of times we become so blended with our husbands mm-hmm. that we almost forget our own potential yeah. and our own identity. And I think it's crucial that we remember that even though we are united in a marriage, we still are separate human beings mm-hmm. and we have our own identities and our own gifts right. and unique talents. And I love people. Yes. Genuinely yes. love people. And I, I want to help wounded souls, yeah. you know, have a better, better life. Optimal functioning is what I yeah, always say. I like that. So that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about how within the marriage, uh, women, especially, I mean, men, you guys, y- y'all, okay. <laughs> <laughs> how, how the wife, especially if the wife is in a relationship that's not optimal, um, or not what exactly she might want mm-hmm. can empower herself. I like to call it just in case, you know, what hits the fan, mm-hmm. <laughs> you got something to stand on, Amen. but, uh, just basically doing things that makes you feel, uh, I guess, more in control of your destiny of your life mm-hmm. instead of like just settling for whatever it is you think that is just going to get you by. Mm-hmm. And so you, you chose to go the marriage and family therapy route and you used to be in entertainment is that right absolutely in entertainment and and still dabble in it now and then when I do some gigs as Mm -hmm. a vocalist um and I miss it like crazy yeah but at the same time there's something really fulfilling about what I'm doing now that I don't think I had throughout my whole entertainment it's a different kind of fulfillment yeah it's it's really weird and so I didn't go back to school for my master's until my 40s yeah so it it's it's something I did late in life and and I have to say talking about empowering Mm -hmm. it's empowering because I feel like the life experiences that I've had the losses that I've experienced the the losses you know I've lost both of my parents um 
there are just so many different yeah. losses. I know this this podcast is not, or this today is not about that, mm-hmm. which might be a good one to do at some point. Yeah, um, what we've experienced, but I feel like all those life experiences has has helped me. They've mm-hmm. helped me with what I'm doing when I'm sitting in a room with my clients and truly trying to understand their experience. Yeah, because I wouldn't understand it if I hadn't have gone through it. So this was something I could do as an older if you will woman Mm -hmm. you know as opposed to a 20 year old right so I don't think I could have actually gotten my master's in this at 20 some right after my bachelor's and done well in it yeah because it it wouldn't have made it wouldn't have had the meaning that this has now interesting interesting and we've talked about this before and if you're comfortable talking about it you felt like you needed to do this for your children too right oh yeah absolutely I think you know being an entertainer for so long when I got my bachelor's in theater and speech and then I had my music uh also double majored Oh, I thought I was fine. Yeah. I thought it was all good. But unless you hit it big time in entertainment and have a set gig, Mm -hmm. it's feast or famine. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I've got children now. Mm -hmm. I need something that will be consistent that I know I can provide and help my family Mm -hmm. with. And so that's therefore why I went back and got my master's, which I never thought I would ever get my master's degree because I didn't think I would need it. Right, right. Well, kudos to you, number one, because that... That's amazing. That's you figuring it out, figuring out that, you know, you need to like get your, your, you know, what together, Mm -hmm, not, mm -hmm. not for you, but for you, but also for your family. Yeah. And yeah, that's, I'm, I'm in a place right now where I know I need to get my crap together too. And I don't have kids. And I just wonder if maybe if I'm my whole life, because I've only only had to think about me, mm-hmm. that maybe I've accepted less for myself in my life, mm. you know, because mm. it's like, well, you know, I, my bottom line's pretty low. <laughs> you oh. know, my, my level of uh, my, my threshold for pain is pretty high, you know, because mm-hmm. I know it's just me. Mm-hmm. But if I had a couple of kids in tow, my threshold for pain might be a little lower. Like, uh-uh, what? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to do something different. So I just wonder if maybe I struggle with that because, hmm. you know. Uh, you know what? That's some great insight that you have about yourself because I, I think you're spot on because I'm sitting here thinking as you're talking I can relate to that in saying that if I didn't have a family would I have gone this route mm-hmm. or would the other have been enough even though it was a struggle financially yeah for me so you're right I think that it's uh I had you sink or swim and and with the family and trying to make ends meet, knowing that my children need activities, money for activities and money for clothes. And, you know, I think I had to up the bar. Yeah. A bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. So within Hmm. my relationship, I'm trying to figure out how to up the bar for myself so that I can be better within the relationship or even on my own if it comes to that, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and and I'm just really trying to. I'm trying to raise my threshold for pain and I'm not sure how oh, to do that. You know, that's really cool. No, that's or no, lower my threshold for pain. I want to lower thresh- it. Yeah. You want to lower that threshold yeah. for pain. Because I feel like it's playing out in a lot of ways in my life. Not just me accepting, you know, gigs here and there that pay okay, but aren't consistent. And I'm okay with that. Or, you know, me, you know, being, I won't say okay, but able to manage 
financial struggle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I need to be able to not be okay with that so I can accept better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you know, it's interesting because if you or anyone for that matter goes and empowers themselves by doing something and gaining an education, mm-hmm. a, a higher education or uh, taking what's called continuing educational units, mm-hmm. you know, going into some classes, even if it's not for a, a final degree, it brings something to the table in the relationship, in yeah. the marriage yeah. that will empower the marriage yeah. as well. You know, education rocks. Yeah. It just fills you up. Yeah, it's I know. like knowledge truly is power. Yeah, I, it really is. It, it, it's it's, it's and awesome. I, and I I know I've always wanted to get an MFA, but it's mm. like you you, you know I, I do audience warm up, and it's taken uh-huh. me a long time to break in and start getting gigs. And you know, on some level, I feel like well, I am empowering myself by hanging in there and getting these gigs that pay better yeah. and better. But it's the in between. You know, and it's like, okay, at some point, do I need to like, just give this up and go for something more steady? And I'm at that point where I have to, I feel like I need to make that decision. It is a very difficult decision. And I, and I really do feel for you because I was there. Mm -hmm. I was there, even though I wasn't doing exactly what you're doing Mm -hmm. entertainment wise. But the fact that you're doing what you're doing and you're doing well with it, you're very resilient, but I think it depends on what your goals are. Yeah. What the, what the, I think we need to look at kind of what I always call the cohesive whole as opposed to just one little section of your life. Yeah. Because hopefully we're going to live a long time. Yeah. And lifespans now are into 70s, late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. So we're living longer now. Yeah. So we have to think in terms of, okay, how is this going to help my future? Yeah. And so the cohesive whole. And it's, it's, it's a difficult decision, especially yeah. when you have that deep desire to be in entertainment. Entertainment yeah. is, it's, it's like a love hate relationship. Yeah. I always found it for is. myself it anyway. Is. It is. Well, I mean, there's like something I feel like that I'm compelled to do. And I, I know I am compelled. Like, I feel like my calling in life mm-hmm. <laughs> is to, is to make, it's the profit from my pain, so to speak. Like, you know, we've all been through a lot of things in life, but I, I was bullied when I was younger and I've been through so many things, you know, with my family being adopted by my grandparents and raised by them and just, you know, going, mm-hmm. and you and I have actually very similar mm-hmm. life experience. And I feel like, you know, I'm meant to encourage other people mm-hmm. through my story, either mm-hmm. through motivational speaking mm-hmm. or maybe through like, you know, solo performance show somehow, mm-hmm. or maybe even through stand-up comedy. I feel mm-hmm. like that's my, my calling to encourage people, encourage large groups of people, because I know I'm most at home when I have a microphone in my hand mm-hmm. in front of large audiences. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm most at home. And when I feel like I'm like doing what I'm supposed to be doing. That's awesome. Yeah. But now do you feel like the the part that I hear is that you feel like there's more meaning that you want to put behind it yeah, now. Yeah. Like to there's some kind of a message that you want to yeah. get out there. Yeah. Because that it's like that not only that empowers other people, mm-hmm. but by empowering other people, that's empowering you in satisfying your soul knowing that you're helping other people. Yeah. You're helping this world. Yeah. And the human race. Yeah. 
And I feel like that's what I really am supposed to be doing. Like I know I'm supposed to be helping people and I think that's the way it's supposed to be. Well, you yeah. can you can integrate those two things. It doesn't have to be, you know, either either entertainment or uh, a, a motivational speaking job. It can be it can be both. Yeah, you know, integrating that. I know that with me, I wanted to do music therapy. Yeah, and I couldn't find any programs that actually allowed for that um, in the time period that I needed mm-hmm. and and the location I needed. So I have discovered that I can just do that myself yeah. within my rooms. You know, sometimes if some of my clients are really, um, if, if they come from a music background and they want to do this, we'll sometimes write a song together about yeah. their pain and, and really? create some lyrics. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes we do some drumming because I find that very healing with people. So, it's, it, you know, you can always find a way. Yeah. In order to bring that message into what it is you have that that passion for. Yeah. You can make it work. Yeah. You just have to be creative and think a little bit outside of the box. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've given me some advice recently that has really helped me to, you know, maybe get on the path to fulfill those desires for mm. myself. Good. You know, we talked about how I like to sabotage myself. Yes. And we talked about how, you know, Maybe if I went the extra mile more often, maybe I'd see, Mm. you know, better results. And these are things that I've been incorporating into my life. And I am seeing some positive changes. So I want to thank you for that. Oh, my gosh. I'm I'm glad to hear that that (laughs) that little piece of advice helped. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I think most of us get complacent. Mm -hmm. I think it's the norm for us to just kind of like be the status quo. In fact, I think that society almost wants us to yeah. do that. Yeah. But we have to always push ourselves a little bit out of our comfort zones. Yeah. And, um, which and is just, what you did when you got your degree. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it, it was just so hard because of where I was in my life with it, with my children mm-hmm. and, um, I, the time and energy, but yeah, p- pushing yourself and making things work. Yeah. Um, but not necessarily killing yourself. Yeah, yeah. Still trying to take time to enjoy life and to be present. Right. I think that's the key is to think about the future, sure. But don't think about it so much that you're missing what's right here in front of your face right now. Yeah, yeah. You that's know? hard. That's hard for me to do. That's hard for anybody to do. The balance yeah. is always the most difficult. Yeah, I mean, I hope my best years are in front of me and not behind me. And I find myself dwelling upon the past a lot. Like, I, I am very aware that, okay, I do, my mind's in the past a lot. You know, thinking about, like, oh, I wish I was, you know, back, you know, with, with my grandparents when I was mm. little. Or, you know, like, just, you know, just rehashing, you know, things in my life because, you know. Well, A, I'm trying to figure some things out. But B, it just felt better but back you know then what? than it does now. Well, exactly. And that's not, that's beautiful you have those memories to think mm-hmm. about because you've probably felt really safe. I did feel safe, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and and I think there's been a lot of chaos lately, you know, in, in your life these, these few years. Yeah. And so, of course, you think back to those times. I do the very same thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think those memories are there to fill us up and to help us, to help soothe us. Yeah. But as long as we don't stay there, I don't think there's anything wrong with us yeah. going back Yeah. to feel that safety. Well, you know, you said something to me last week that was really interesting. 
um, you know, the things I talked to you about, I was going through some issues with my mother. Mm-hmm. Remember last yes. week? And I told you how I'm just trying to process everything that's yeah. happening. And you warned me not to stay in that place. Yeah. To where it becomes normal. You know, like yeah. I was feeling, I was feeling like a loser last week. Yeah, I know. It was <laughs> uh, a hard, hard week Yeah, for you. I was feeling like a total loser with, a, you know, big L on the forehead. I was feeling like, you know, I just wasn't haven't accomplished anything in life i'm yeah. not good enough i'm not smart enough people don't like me <laughs> oh no i mean I know, you know that's where a I was terrible i do and it, it's a terrible yes, place to be in it is it's painful I felt like a disappointment to her i felt like a disappointment to everybody that i knew yeah and i was like processing all that and you know trying to figure some things out and you warned me not to stay in that place because then that'll start to feel normal feeling mm-hmm, that way, mm-hmm. you know, but to allow yourself enough time to lick your wounds, because if we don't lick our wounds and stay in that place a little while, yeah. then it's almost artificial because it, we, it'll come right back up. Yeah. But see, that's my problem is that my brain does adapt very quickly to like new circumstances to where mm. stuff does become start feeling normal, even if it's whacked up. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> you know, like, you know, there's some things going on in my marriage that I'm just like, Oh, I guess this is normal. And it's not, mm-hmm, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just not, but you're not abnormal in that being the case. Yeah. Cause I mean, we're talking going way back to the whole Pavlov's experience of conditioning when, and I know, you know, this from school. Remember mm-hmm. when you probably studied like when Pavlov's the, dog or whatever, yes, yeah. where they, they rang the bell yeah. and there was a piece of meat and he would salivate. Yeah. And so they conditioned him that if he heard that bell, he would, he would salivate. Yeah. So he learned it and yeah. it just continued. So that's how we are. Yeah. It's just a learned, we, we, we condition ourselves. I know. I know. Yeah. And it's so tough to break through that. Like I was telling another friend of mine, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I, my, my threshold for pain is so low and my brain adapts to different, mm. you know, to new stuff so quickly if I, and this is one of my biggest fears is that I'm going to end up homeless someday. I don't want to put that in the universe, mm. but I'm like, if I ended up in a cardboard box on the street in my mind, I would be like, yeah, I'm in a box, but it's one of the more spacious boxes. I <laughs> Well, at least you put a positive spin on it, but, it, but I'll tell you, girl, you are not going to be in a box as long as I know you. Thank you. Unless I'm in a box next to you. <laughs> A double box. <laughs> a duplex box. A duplex. We will have a duplex box. <laughs> but yeah, that's like one of, I don't know if it's an irrational fear or if I'm just seeing the way I'm living my life and like that's my future if I don't change right now. And I feel like that's what it is, mm. you know, and I'm just trying to like, you know, like I'm trying to straighten up my life financially and professionally mm-hmm. and emotionally. But it's an unfounded fear. It's an unfounded fear. When you, when you look at, your past and what you've done to rise to the occasion that is not the direction you're headed and your survival skills in the past tell you otherwise I guess but I mean I ended up in a place when I first moved out here that was just one step from the street (laughs) well I think most of us when we came out here we weren't quite sure what we were doing you know well well for me I know you were in New York for a while and you were there for a while yeah and then I when I came here I mean, this was a big city for me. Yeah. Huge. So I I was seeing things for the first time. Yeah. I didn't know quite, quite what to expect. Yeah. So living in the city is a completely <laughs> different thing than the suburbs and a smaller town. Yeah. 
So I, you know, I think you just got to pat yourself on the back for the resilience you've had. And you're just, you still navigate accordingly and do what you need to do. You're rising to the occasion every time. Am I? I I've been, you know, the situation with babe longer than I probably should have been. And it's like, am I rising to the occasion right now? I'm still in it. Well, from what we've talked about lately, you are, but I'm not going to bring that up because I don't know if we're ready to talk about any of that yet. We're not. We're not. Sorry, folks out there. We're not yet. That'll be, that'll be our future episode. Yes. Yes. But I mean, the bottom line, no way. We'll talk about that later. Never mind. (laughs) But you're, but, but you are empowering yourself. You're empowering yourself by gaining some information to help you throughout what, whatever your life direction is. So, but what, you know, what bothers me about that, about, you know, me, helping myself is that I had to rely on other people to help me. And you know, that has bothered me a lot. These well, that's where you're, I'm sorry. I'm going to do a little bit of a confrontational therapy with okay. you right now. Let's go. Okay. Do you think that other people do not rely on other people? Everyone relies on other people. We need each other. We need help in this world. And there, no one is an island. And, mm-hmm. and when they are an island, that's when they do go, whoop. Yeah. Down, down, down. No, we need each other. This world needs each other. Yeah. That's what we're here for. And as a Christian woman myself, I know that that's what God wants me to do is to help others. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and hopefully people will help me too. You know, it's, it's about the circle of love. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I want to be in a position where I can help people too. Mm -hmm. You know, like Joel Osteen says, I want to, or does... I guess it's actually the Bible that says it. <laughs> you well, want to be a you want to be a lender and not a borrower. Who says that? Is that in the Bible? I don't think that's in the Bible, <laughs> but it sounds good. Well, Joel Osteen said it. Okay. Yeah, maybe it was yeah. part of his prayer. God. Yeah, <laughs> but but no. Here's the deal. Now, see, I don't know if I buy that to be honest. And as much as I love Joel Osteen, I think you need to be a lender and a borrower. I think life circumstances is going to, you're going to go through time. We are going to go through times Mm -hmm. of where we're going to be able to be a lender. Yeah. And we're going to go through other times where we're going to maybe be a borrower. Yeah. Because that's life. Life is messy and life is not, I always talk to my clients about this. It's not linear. It's not like step A to step B to step C to step D. No. Yeah. It's, we go 10 steps up to go 15 steps backwards yeah. to go five steps up. Right. <laughs> so we shift, you know, there's all this shifting around. Yeah. So we're going to be a lender and a borrower. <sighs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is that, it's, it goes back to the balance. Yeah. We got to find that balance of the seesaw right in there. Yeah. That's true. Right. That's true. That's true. I just want to feel good about when, I, when I'm a lender and a borrower, you know? Yeah. And that's a lot of, of work internally. Yeah. I think um, that comes so, and I, this is my belief as a therapist is that so much of what is in the present and how we feel about ourselves and our kind of like mind, um, the, the way in which we think about the world, like your philosophy that you just said, you want to feel good about both pieces. Yeah. I feel like that stems from a way deeper place, your family of origin mm. stuff. I think that goes way back. Yeah. 
And that that's what I do in my therapy room is like we work psychodynamically where we work through all of those family of origin pieces. Yeah. Because they're deep. Interesting. And they affect us in the here and now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's deep. <laughs> now pick yourself off, off the floor. I know. Gosh, we, we might actually have to end on that deep piece. <laughs> on that deep piece. Well... That's a good deep piece to end, and, yeah. and just to know that we all have our own work to do. Yeah. So, what 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 can we leave our listeners with today? A little bit of advice from Doctor Maddie. Well, from us, from us to 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 get off your butts and empower yourselves. Yeah. Empower yourselves. Get take an art class. Take a pottery class. Uh, you're you're taking an amazing. You improv. Were, yeah, improv. Mm-hmm. Something amazing that will empower you. Yeah. And and give you some skills and socialization. Yeah. Right? That's what I think. Okay. Get up on it. No, not, not get up on it, but uh, get on up like a sex machine. <laughs> you know that song? Get on up. Woo! Get on up. I, I was thinking more of wake up everybody, no more sleeping in bed. <laughs> Either one will do. Just the, the key is to get on up. Yes. To do it. Everybody, 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 everybody. Why are we singing? Okay. We love to sing. I know. We should do karaoke. Our next podcast should just be us singing karaoke. I think we should do that and then bring out our guitars. Our guitars. I know. That would be, that would be, yours would probably sound great. I'm a little rusty. I'm rusty now too. (laughs) Awesome. Well, Maddie. Yes. I think that's it. All right, Stacey. Yes. So this is it from... Girl, you won't believe what my husband said this time. See y'all later. Uh-huh. Hey, the road, they're closing the truck. Don't come home cause your mama's drunk. She said.